Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, passion for excellence. Dow Automotive Systems, innovations for clean powertrain solutions. And by Hyundai. Experience the 2011 Hyundai Sonata today at HyundaiSonata.com. This is AutoLine Daily for Feb 4, 2011, and now the news. Oh no, this whole EV tax credit thing is getting out of control. The U.S. government is offering a $7,500 tax credit to anyone who buys an electric vehicle. So far, sales of EVs are pretty small. Chevy sold about 647 volts so far. Nissan has sold 106 Leafs. And yet, the Associated Press reports that 13,000 taxpayers have filed for the EV credit, some of them applying it to a Hyundai Sonata, a Dodge Durango, and even a Hummer H3. But wait, it gets worse. Some of the people filing for the credit were in prison. You heard right. 29 people who are in jail got nearly $50,000 in EV tax credits. And you know, this is what happens when you get the government trying to come up with a scheme to get us to buy the technology it wants instead of letting the market decide. Gives new meaning to green cars. So what about alternative biofuels? Whatever happened to cellulosic ethanol that doesn't have to be made from food crops? A company called Novosigns, based in Denmark, says the global market for cellulosic ethanol will really start to take off in 2013. Cellulosic ethanol made from plant waste is already underway in the United States, but in very small volume. This year, the U.S. will produce 13.8 billion gallons of corn ethanol, but only 6.6 million gallons of cellulosic ethanol. Right now, the U.S. is literally awash in ethanol, which is why the EPA wants to raise the blend rate in gasoline to E15. Cellulosic ethanol, which costs more than corn ethanol, at least for right now, is having a hard time breaking into the market. Many automakers are turning to more advanced technology to get better fuel economy, but one automaker says that's not necessary. According to Wards, Honda is avoiding technology like direct injection and turbocharged engines because it says it can get the same results or better with less expensive parts. John Mandel, the executive VP of American Honda, points out that the new Odyssey minivan gets best-in-class fuel economy without direct injection or a dual-clutch transmission. Of course, I'd point out no other minivan uses that technology either. As far as hybrids go, Mandel doesn't believe customers will buy them because of their higher cost. He says it'll take higher gasoline prices to get people to buy hybrids. Really? Honda saying this? Sounds more like GM from the mid-1990s than from Honda in 2011. And maybe gas prices are going to go up a lot higher for consumers to warm up to hybrids. Mike Jackson, the CEO of AutoNation, tells Bloomberg that gas prices will need to go a lot higher than they were in 2008 before people start buying more fuel-efficient vehicles. The freakout number, as he calls it, will be around $4.50 a gallon before we see a shift in consumer behavior. He points out that the price of gasoline has gone up as much as 60 cents over the last three months, and there hasn't been any change in what consumers are buying. In fact, as we pointed out yesterday, small cars and hybrids lost market share last month. Okay, back to Honda again. 
The last sporty car it offered was the High Revan S2000, which was canned back in 2009. And let's not kid ourselves, the CRZ is no replacement. But it's refreshing to hear the situation is about to change. Seems that a race car the company built for Japan's Super GT series will be the basis for a new mass market sports car called the HSV 010 GT. It's powered by a 3.4 liter V8. Yeah, a V8. And it kicks out at least 500 horsepower. No production plans or prices have been released, but if you've been waiting for a reborn NSX, this could be your ticket. And in case you needed another reason to like diesels, Wards reports that Carnegie Mellon University conducted a study that found that buyers in the U.S. can recoup the additional cost in as little as 18 months. Even though diesel-powered vehicles are more expensive than their gasoline counterparts, the extra fuel economy cuts the cost of ownership. And diesel cars have higher residual values. But you know, the study misses one important point. Automakers are eating the cost of diesel emission controls in the U.S. So consumers may get a payback, but automakers are footing part of the bill. Coming up next, we're going to take you in to see a part of the Detroit Auto Show you've never seen before. Introducing Bridgestone's third generation of run-flat tires with groundbreaking new Bridgestone technologies. Bridgestone run-flat tires offer improved ride comfort, lower rolling resistance, and improved wear while giving you the peace of mind and comfort you need. The organizers of the Detroit Auto Show did something pretty interesting. They started a small, separate show for super exotic luxury cars, and they did it off-site, not as part of the main auto show. And you could only get in if you were invited, and you only got invited if you had a lot of money. I mean, a real lot of money. They call it the gallery. AutoLine was the only media outlet that was invited in and granted full access to everything going on at the gallery. And here's a little taste of what it's all about. Baron, tell us a little bit about the event. What gave you guys the idea of putting on something like this? I don't know is that any other auto show in the world does something like this. Well, well we wanted to create a, a, an experience for the ultra luxuries because, you know, the business case of coming to a show is not often that, that positive. So what we need to do is give them a smaller venue. Um, everybody's kind of even, you know, as far as the display build. And so you can, the cars are the stars at this event. But as opposed to the big show, you know, the big auto show, you've got something very special here. So you're talking about the Lamborghinis, the yeah. Porsches, the, the Ferraris and the like, being yeah. able to really get one-on-one -on -one with their customers. Yeah, I mean, they don't have unveilings every every year, you know, so it's a, so again, the we can connect the, the luxury, ultra-luxury manufacturer with luxury car buyers, and we have worked with our partners, American Express, Black Card, and Centurion Card. We work with the MEDC and local wealth management to bring people to Detroit in January to see these beautiful products. So how's it going? What's the reaction that you're hearing? It's from fantastic. This? Every year, this is the third year of the gallery, and it keeps it continues to build. We even had uh, Bentley do an unveiling here at the gallery. So again, we're excited that this 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 venue at the MGM helps our our customers, uh, you know, get the word out to their guests. You can catch the entire show on our website right now and see a lot more of how these high rollers were wined and dined and entertained. I find it amazing that they were able to get a bunch of wealthy car buyers who could go wherever in the world they wanted to, to come to Detroit in the dead of winter. Pretty amazing. But that brings us to the end of today's report on the top news in the global automotive industry. Thanks for watching. We'll see you Monday.